Welcome to the Lovingly Conscious Podcast, a podcast in which we discuss what it means to live a conscious life with love as a central point. I believe that if we all live life consciously, make conscious decisions and take responsibility for our own lives, that the world would be a much better place with love at the forefront. That is why I created this podcast, so we can discover what it means to live that mindful and conscious life together. My name is Megan Josephine, and I'm your host today. Let this epic episode begin. Before we get started with this really, really good episode, I want to talk about my platform called Meditation for Students. Meditation for Students is an online platform on which I've created 39 meditations, especially for students. And these are for students who know this feeling. You never give yourself the permission to take a break. You always feel like you've got something to do and you cannot relax and you have the words stress literally written on your forehead. You are constantly in your own mind worrying about life. Does that sound like you? You are at the right place. The platform Meditation for Students has 39 and counting meditations, four lessons about meditation and mindfulness, 16 affirmations to reduce stress, a bonus meditation, a daily planner, journal prompts, gratitude exercises, 13 tips to stop stressing and access to the exclusive Facebook page which will enable you to follow extra meditations. I will be teaching you what meditation is and what mindfulness is and how to meditate and how to apply mindfulness in your daily life. But this won't take up a lot of time because I've created this for students who I know are busy, who have a social life, who have a job and of course a study to fulfill. Your biggest concern might be I don't have time to do this and I'm here to tell you that I'm not strict with you. If you feel like you don't have any time to meditate, then don't do it. And if you do have time to meditate, then do it. You are already busy and stressed enough. I don't want you to feel like meditation becomes a factor of stress too. So please feel like you can meditate whenever you can meditate and do it in your own time, on your own bed or just in the in the park when you've got time in the park to chill out. If you want a 50% discount for meditation for students, you can use that on my website, www.meganismindful.com and use the promo code podcast and you will get a 50% discount to meditation for students. I hope to see you there. Hey there, welcome to a new episode of the Lovingly Conscious podcast. I'm Megan and I am your host today. Thank you so much for being here. If you listened to the episodes of last week and the week before, you knew uh, that I I wasn't doing very well. I was going through a bit of a tough time, um, but that's okay. That's part of life and... I enjoy going through tough times sometimes because if you go through them, you feel so much better at the end. And I'm glad I gave myself the space to not record extreme big podcasts. So uh, last week I had a great week of holiday. I wasn't on social media for a week, which felt really good for me at that time. And I'm glad to be on it again. I'm not going to post as much as I would have done before that. Um, Maybe I will do more stories because I've been into the vlogging part of life again, but not necessarily like a real post. So that's okay. I'll just see what comes up and what feels right for me at that time. And Ross and I went away for two nights and then I went away for myself for three nights too, which was really good. I had a great time just chilling. So I was all happy and I did absolutely nothing for two days. And then I went crystal shopping for the third day. So yeah, 
I had a good time. I can say that I had a good time. This week I am sharing a pre-recorded episode, which probably needs a bit more explaining. So in September, I had a collaboration with the Happiness Planner, which I'll link down below in the show notes. And I gave a workshop for them. So the Happiness Planner is a planner and they've got like loads of different planners and also other books uh, in which you can plan your life in a conscious and mindful way. And they asked me if I could do a workshop for people who are into those sort of things. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, absolutely. I mean, they have a huge platform, like hundreds of thousand people follow them on Instagram. So I was like, cool, if I could you know, show some of those people how to how to live more in the moment, then I'm definitely into that. So that's what I did. I uh, gave them a workshop, uh, which was all about living more in the moment. So I am going to share that workshop. I have the permission of the Happiness Planner to share this with you guys. So if you haven't followed my workshop, you can follow it here today. So that's what I'm sharing today. I hope you really enjoy it. Let me know if this is something you are into more. Um, I will be giving another workshop in collaboration with the Happiness Planner, which is all about how to make a conscious decision, which has also already been an episode on the podcast, but I'm going to give you more tools on how to make that conscious decision and how to actually define your core values. That workshop will be on the 23rd of November, uh, 8 o'clock, CET, so Central European Time, um, which is seven in the UK and two in the afternoon in New York. Definitely check that out if you feel like you want to follow that workshop and um, I hope you enjoy this one and I hope to see you next week. All good, cool, I'll start. Hi there from wherever you are in the world. Welcome, welcome to this uh, evening. Welcome to the present moment. How weird is that, that I have to say, welcome to the present moment, because we often forget that we're actually in the present moment, because we're busy with so many other things. But let me first shortly introduce myself. I'm Megan, and I am an advocate for living a mindful and conscious life. I find that very important. So I am going to be sharing my screen right now and I will grab a PowerPoint that I have prepared. Tapping into the power of the present moment. So if you're here, you're probably someone who wants to live more in the moment and less in their mind. Because we, we get stuck in our minds so often and then we forget to live and we're actually living. So let's start at the beginning. I'm very happy that you're here that you're here for yourself and that you're doing this for you. So thank you so much for showing up for yourself. And also thank you so much for being here at this workshop with me, for giving me the um, opportunity to help you maybe living more in this present moment. Thank you so much for that. So I'm just going to go through what we're going to do this evening in this uh, next hour. Um, so who am I? I'm just going to do a very short introduction. I'll let go. Let, I'm going to let us go back to the present moment and then we're going to do a very short dance, um, which I have to admittedly have to say I find that slightly awkward, but we're going to go through this because I know how, how much that can help us get into the present moment. Then um, I'm going to explain a few pros of living in the present moment, not too many. Um, I am more of a practical person. I really love to show 
how it can be to be in the present moment. So practice, really practice it, you know, uh, mindfulness is a practice and not for nothing. Um, then we're going to do some fun mindfulness exercises and then um, a gratitude, a few gratitude exercises. We're going to do a short body scan and then I'll explain how you can work with me. So there we go. Who is Megan? So I'm Megan. <laughs> That's me on the side over there. And I'm an advocate for a conscious life and a life lived mindfully. I find that very important. Why? Because I think that if we'd all live a more conscious life, a more mindful life, and a life uh, with a world like, with people in the world who are much more conscious and loving towards themselves and towards others, that the world could be a much better place. And I would love for everyone to just change a few things in their mental state and live a bit more mindfully. And I think the world could be such a much better place. So that's why I share what I share. I have a few um, facts about me. I am an empath, a huge Harry Potter fan and Friends fan. I'm a vegetarian and I love vegan food. My greatest value in life is freedom and I love being in nature. Next to that, I like to do mindfulness and meditation in fun ways. Um, I'm not a very big fan of always having to sit still and making it a very rigid practice because if a practice isn't a lot of fun, then it's sometimes harder to get back to it. So that's why I'm going to do an awkward dance in a minute with you guys. <laughs> Thankfully um, for you, I don't have to see you, even though if you, you might not even feel embarrassed about dancing around, but uh, there we go. We're going to dance around in a second. Okie dokie. So we're going to go back to the present moment. And like I just said, that's weird, right? That I have to say that we we have to go back to the present moment because we, we only live here. We only live in the present moment here in this moment. And, but actually we don't. Actually half the time we live in our own minds or we live in the future or in the past. So, well, does someone else have that sound? Um, sorry for that. I could just hear a very weird sound coming from my computer. So we've got to remember that the now is very beautiful and very important. Forget that now is very important and beautiful. So that's what we're going to do. So why is it so important to live in the now? Because our lives are now. We are not living in the future. We often think that we have to fix everything in the now. So everything in the future will be better. And that if we do something, that then we'll be happy. But what about the now? Maybe we are actually happy now. So what if we try to be happy in the now by noticing everything that is great about here? Next to that, living in the past or the present can cause stress because we start thinking about everything we should do or should have done and then everything that we still have to improve. And something that's also important is that we'll be so sad if we look back at our time like five years from now and think, well, I really didn't live. I was constantly busy and stressing and I wasn't here. That is such a sad thing. I don't want that for you. So that's why we're just going to do some exercises. We're going to do a bit of dancing. We're not going to do dancing for a very long time. I chose a very short um, 
scene from a movie I think we all know, we all know love actually, I think. Why are we gonna dance? Because dancing really brings us back into the moment, brings us back into the now in our bodies, in what we feel at this moment, really right now. And that's what we're gonna dance. So that's what we're gonna do straight away. I hope you can hear this. I think we all know this scene, Hugh Grant's dancing in love actually. We're just gonna be crazy for a second. It's almost enough to make you feel patriotic. So here's one for our ass kicking prime minister. I, I feel so stupid this. right now. I think gold you guys are so stupid. Gold moldy. <laughs> Please dance with me, guys. Let me know in the comments if you're dancing. Um, Mary, I've been thinking. Can we move the Japanese ambassador to four o'clock tomorrow? Certainly, sir. Terrific. Thanks so much. One of the best moments of love, actually. I hope you guys all agree. <laughs> there we go. So, now for a moment. I'm quite curious, actually. How does it make you feel after dancing? Let me know in the comments, in the chats. Amazing. Okay, cool. Love that. I feel happy that you feel amazing. That's nice. Okay, so for a second, just close your eyes and feel your body and feel your breath. Our breath is always the key indicator as to what we feel right now. And it's always there. It's the one tool that we always have. <sighs> I'm noticing that my breath's a bit high from the dancing. And also because I'm pumped, so I'm doing this workshop. <sighs> but feel for yourself. Where's your breath? How's your body feeling right now? Just analyze it really quickly. Do you feel more in the now after the dancing? Do you feel your legs maybe, your arms? And the key with mindfulness and living in the present moment is that we are okay with what happens and what our body says. There we go. <laughs> a few more theoretical things and then we're gonna go back into the, um, the practice. So let's, well, let's feel our body for a second. We just did that. The pros of living in the present moment less stress. If we constantly live in the future or in the past, 
our minds think and overthink things. And our body gets like a fight or flight response. Your subconscious mind doesn't know if the thing that you're thinking about is real or if it's not real. So if you keep thinking about missing your train, your body will give a fight or flight response. And if you live your whole day, every single day, feeling that fight or flight response, you will experience more stress. So if you're constantly thinking about that one thing you said to your boss and you feel really stupid about it, for example, or fill in the blank, whatever it could be for you, your body will be causing stress because you're constantly overthinking it and um, eventually that could burn you out. So if you prefer to live and start trying to live in the present moment, um, you could experience less stress. Next to that, you're more connected. You'll be more connected to everything around you because we are so often disconnected to our surroundings nowadays because we're on our phones, you know, uh, scrolling through TikTok. Within a way, we are more connected to people around us, people in the online area, but we're not necessarily so connected to the people around us and we are living actually in this space here. So sometimes it would be nice to be more connected to your living room, to your own breath, noticing your own breath. Um, being more connected to um, the people around you, to the nature around you. So more connection. Next to that, it can make you happier. So do you know those mind spirals that I was talking about that we can land in, that we just start here at the top and then all of a sudden you think about losing your job and then all of a sudden you think about becoming, I don't know, sick and then all of a sudden you're all the way down at the spiral. We keep overthinking things and we're not living in the now and that can really suck suck our energy away and make us really unhappy. So when you live in the present moment and you observe your thoughts and you do not go into that negative thought spiral, so negative, I mean, I prefer to see it as negative. I don't find it very nice. Um, you will notice that your mind will become calmer and you will become happier as a result of being calmer or more calm. So we're going to do a few fun mindfulness exercises. We are, well, we just did a dance. So one thing that you can do every single morning, what I'd really recommend you to do is to dance in the morning, even if it's only for two minutes or just shake your body, you know, like do a few shaking things and trampling along and <laughs> that could really already get you into the present moment. Um, and dancing or moving in the morning is actually really good for your body. It doesn't have to be super active, but it's just a way to get your body started and get up in the morning instead of, you know, straight away going out of bed, do, 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 and um, not being in the present. So dance around in the morning. We're going to do an exercise that especially uh, mindfulness for children is known for. Um, it's called breathing like a bee. And I'm going to do it just because it's funny. It's funny to be a bit weird. I enjoy being a bit weird and it makes mindfulness more fun. So place your hands on your head like this <laughs> and then place your ears on your earlobes. You don't have to press them shut. Just land your, your thumbs here on your earlobes. So not your ears on your earlobes, your thumbs on your earlobes. And then you start breathing in. Sit up straight, breathing in through your nose, if that's possible. And then breathing out like a bee. So make the sound a bee makes. Mm. 
Can you let me know in the comments how that feels for you? I'm just curious. Um, no. So try and do that a few more times. Breathe in. And then breathe out like a bee. Hmm. Breathe in. And breathe out like a bee. Hmm. Breathe in. And breathe out like a bee. You can now let go. And maybe for a second, close your eyes and feel how that felt for you. Where's your breath right now? The reason this exercise is usually used for children is to show kids in an easy way what the effect is of focusing on your breath. So within mindfulness, we often talk about the importance of our breath because the breath, like I just said a second ago, is the base of everything. It's the first and second, like the first tool you always have with you in your toolbox. Um, but when we do breathing exercises within mindfulness, usually um, we start spiraling off again in our heads. So if you focus on breathing out like a bee, your mind is focused on doing the bee sound. So that's why I wanted to share you, share that breathing like a bee exercise with you guys. Um, could you let me know you feel relaxed? <laughs> cool. That is good to hear. That's what we want with mindfulness. Okay, the next one is focus on your belly breath. So again, this is a, a breathing exercise in which we focus on the breathing, but to make sure that our mind doesn't get distracted, we focus on our belly. I'm just gonna, feeling great, love that. Okay, so I'm just gonna stand up real shortly. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna Breathe in into your belly. So make sure it's not high up in your chest, but in your belly and you breathe in and you watch your belly expand and then slowly breathe out. And then watch it contract. Okay, so we're gonna try that a few times by looking down at our bellies and then breathing in through our nose, if that's possible, into your belly. And then slowly breathe out and then look at how your belly expands and contracts. And repeat that a few times. In your own breathing rhythm. Yawn if you must, I always want to yawn. Sneeze if you must, fart if you must. It's just your body's way of releasing energy.
uh, one more breath. There we go. Can you let me know in the chat how that was for you? Because I'm noticing that I'm feeling way more relaxed now after breathing. So the breath isn't only the tool that we have, one tool that's really important for us, but it's also a way to calm our nervous system down. I don't know if you've noticed within yourself maybe, but um, when you are caught up in these, these mind stories is that our breath gets higher and we don't get enough oxygen into the rest of our system. We get enough oxygen, but not enough to keep us really safe and calm. So if we go back into that fight or flight response, one of the first things I would recommend is always to go back to your breath because it's the one tool that tells you how you are feeling. So if it's high up, there's a very big chance that you're stressed or you're overthinking. And if it's slightly lower, it might mean that you're very relaxed. The next exercise that we're gonna do is smell the oil. So you can grab an essential oil. If you don't have that, that's completely fine. You could also maybe grab um, a very nice smelling piece of cake that's in your fridge or some orange juice or something with a scent. I wouldn't recommend perfumes um, because that can have a lot of harsh chemicals in them, but something that you really enjoy smelling. Maybe you've got a flower somewhere on a table somewhere. So grab something that you like that smells really good. I'm just gonna grab an essential oil. I grabbed some lavender. Uh, yeah, you can grab your diffuser. Um, I'm gonna just smell the bottle straight away, but if you wanna use your diffuser, that's absolutely fine. Um, I just grabbed some lavender. Okay, so is everyone ready? I hope so. Oh, I'm yawning. Um, smell does a lot with us as humans. Um, scents actually bring us back to um, childhood memories. Very often a scent can really, is a really powerful tool in that way. Um, it's also a great mindfulness tool um, because if we can really appreciate the smell that we can smell, we can really get back to the present moment. And with a mindfulness, it's important to do a few things. So I would, if you can uh, grab your oil or the thing that you are holding that you'd like to smell. First of all, maybe notice the aroma that hangs around it over here. And then notice if it may be, what does it do with your, with your smell? Does it make you feel happy? Or does it remind you of something? Does it calm you down? And then we're going to put it slightly closer to our nose. Calming and relaxing. What, what do you have, Cheryl? Lavender, ooh, nice. Lavender is one of the most calming scents there is. It's scientifically proven that lavender is really good for sleeping for most people, not for everyone, but for most. Okay, 
And then what I want you to do is to think of a happy moment that you've had, a moment in which you felt super happy and then smell the oil or whatever you are holding again. In that way, we attach a happy memory to a smell. So I'm envisioning sitting at the beach for my vacation a month ago. And then every time we smell this smell, this memory comes up. which can bring us back to a calm state. Next to that, we're also breathing consciously again. And that's what smell also can do. It can make us want to consciously breathe. So in a way, it's a nice way to bring you back to a happy memory with which, yes, I know is not the present moment, um, but it can bring you back to the present moment by smelling an oil and um, the deepness of it. You can do something like this with a raisin too. There's this is very, really popular exercise within mindfulness called the raisin exercise in which you then also touch the raisin, you observe it, you observe what it looks like, you uh, observe what it tastes like, the texture and everything, and all that brings you back into the present moment. So you could go even like into depth, if you're holding something that you could eat, you could maybe even put it in your mouth and then taste it and go into the depth. All exercises that really bring you back into the moment. And what's very, very important, and which I'm going to uh, remind you of in the in the, uh, in the body scan in a minute, is that um, we keep on reminding ourselves that everything that we think is just a thought and we do not have to attach to it because a thought's just a thought. You can attach to the good ones, but if you don't like the thought, you don't have to go and spiral into it. You can just let it go. So if you are thinking, oh, um, I don't like the smell of this. Okay. And then let it go. Let that thought go and then try and smell it again and see what it does for you then. Then we are going to do one more exercise before we um, are going to do the body scan and that's walking on different surfaces. Um, if you do not have like a carpet and then a wooden floor, but you might have um, different things that you could touch. For example, I have two different books here with very different textures. It's the same thing as with the food that we're just gonna uh, do right now. So um, I'm gonna, walk on my floor, see if I can see myself. Um, I've got a carpet down here and I have a Shakti mat um, with all the needles. So I'm not gonna fully stand on it because that hurts. But what you could do, um, for example, in your garden later uh, today or tomorrow, if it's nice weather, if you've got a garden or if you have a place like, for example, the park, that you could go to, it's a great way to practice mindfulness by walking on one surface and then walking a few meters on another surface and then feel the difference and feel the sensation in your feet. So for example, now I am standing on the wooden floor which feels cold and hard. And then I go to the pavement which feels, sorry, pavement, <laughs> the, the uh, carpet, which feels soft and warm and homely. And then I stand on the Shakti map and that tickles. And all those sensations, first of all, bring you back to the current moment. 
because you are experiencing that feeling in that moment right here. Um, but next to that, um, it's a way of experiencing the things around us, connecting to the things around us and really being a part of what do I feel right now? Really, really feeling your feelings, feeling your sensations, which can really bring you back to a calm place, a happy place right now. Okay, we are going to do a short meditation. You can lay down, sit down, stand up, whatever feels right to you. I'm going to do a body scan. This is one of the best mindfulness meditations there is. Um, you've Probably, if you're into mindfulness, you've probably done a body scan before in your life. Body scans are literally a way for uh, literally, and what we do with body scans is that we um, um, sorry, I got distracted. That we literally scan our bodies. So it literally says it in the title. Um, we are going to close our eyes in a minute, and it's really very normal for people to fall asleep during a body scan. So if you fall asleep, that happens. It's not the goal of the meditation. The goal of the meditation is to observe and to detach and to be in the present moment. But if you do fall asleep, it's happened to me before. And some people actually use it as a way to fall asleep. Okay, so sit down, lay down. And close your eyes when you are ready to close your eyes. Take a deep breath in through your nose. And out through your mouth. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. I'd like you to focus on where your breath is right now in your body. Is it high or is it low? maybe in the middle. Are you breathing fast, slightly slower? You feel like you maybe need to yawn? It's all good. We are now going to start focusing on certain points of our body. And we are starting at the left foot. Feel your left big toe. What do you feel? Maybe you feel some tingling, or maybe you feel 
nothing. Or maybe you feel your toe touching the floor or your sock. Just be curious to what's going on there and don't judge it. No judgment. Just let it pass. If you hear your ego say something about it, just think, thank you for sharing that and let it go. And then slowly we're focusing on the rest of our toes. Feel them one by one. And then focus on the ball of your foot. Then your heel. And then the top of your foot. Then we go from our heel and top of our foot to the ankle. From the ankle to our knee via our calf muscles. Remember to breathe. Don't forget to breathe. It's important to keep your breath regularly. Breathing is really important. Then go from your knee to your thigh up to your hip. And if you have pain somewhere, just feel if you can soften the pain. But if you can't, then you can't. That's fine. Or if you have tension somewhere. And then we're going to go to our right foot, starting with our right big toe, the other four toes, to the ball of our foot, to our heel, to the top of our foot, from the top of our foot to our ankle, and from the ankle up to the knee. And remember, no judgment. So don't think, I haven't shaven my legs. Who cares? Thank you, Thought, for popping up and letting go. And then go from your knee all the way up towards your hip via your thigh. And then focus your energy on your pelvic area, on your yoni or penis. And then go from that area to our back. Follow our back from 
our bum to all the way to the top of our shoulders. And then notice if your back's tense or if your shoulders are tense. Our shoulders tend to get really tense when we are stressed. No judgment, no judgment around the reason why you might be holding on to stress there because it's not important. Just breathe into it and feel it. Don't forget to breathe. And then go from your shoulders to your hands. Feel every single finger individually. And then go from your hands all the way to your elbow and from your elbow back to your shoulder. And then go all the way down to your belly. Feel how your belly expands when you breathe in and contracts when you breathe out. Go up to your chest. Feel how that expands when you breathe in and contracts when you breathe out. And then go from your chest to your throat. Sometimes we leave things unsaid. And like I've said, it's not important if there is a story around it. All there isn't that's important is to acknowledge, do I feel like I've left things unsaid? And then just move on. And then we go towards our jaws. The jaws are an area that can get tense too. And just see if you can maybe loosen your jaws, lower your tongue, put your tongue low in your mouth, don't hold it against the top of your mouth. And then Focus on your ears, your chin, your nose, your eyes, your eyebrows, your temples and your forehead. And then go to the back of our necks. From our neck, follow all our way up to the top of our heads. And then end at the crown. Take another deep breath in, into the belly and release. And if you are ready, you can wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, Wiggle your arms and legs and then maybe touch your face and then slowly get back to the present moment. Oh, body scans are magical. They're so easy, but they're so magical. They always calm me down. I hope they had the same effect on you.
I'm going to take a sip of water. You do that too. Or whatever drink you have next to you. And then I'm going to continue because time's ticking. Um, but you can always uh, check out uh, another body scan I have on my YouTube channel if you feel like you want to do this again later today. So I am going to go towards the gratitude exercises. Um, being grateful for everything that happens around you will really, really enhance your life in the moment right now. I couldn't stop yawning. I know that's your energy releasing. Yeah, that's really a part of um, your energy being released. That's fine. That's good. I always yawn. It's great. It's a good thing. Um, so the great gratitude um, exercise, well, it's not really an exercise. I've just got a few mantras for you. So we're going to practice these gratitude um, mantras really quickly, and you can always revisit them. Um, in the recording, saying mantras that have gratefulness baked in them that, that can really enhance feeling the feelings that you are experiencing in the now. So it would be good maybe to repeat the following mantras if they feel good to you. So you can also rewrite them for yourself into something that feels good to you. Uh, for example, at the moment on my phone, I've got two mantras that I like to repeat for myself. One is change the story. So we all like to make up stories in our heads, don't we? One is change the story. So I will change the story that um, I make up in my mind because it doesn't have to be true. And the other one is I don't chase, I attract. What belongs to me will simply find me. So you can maybe, uh, if one of these resonates with you, uh, you could make them in a back into a background for you uh, for on your phone or on your laptop if that feels good to you. It can really help us become in a state of gratitude, get to a state of gratitude. Okay, so I am grateful for my tea in the morning. That would be for me. If it's coffee for you or water, celery juice, whatever. I'm grateful for my tea in the morning. I am in a romantic relationship with life. Hmm, isn't that one juicy? I am so happy and grateful for the life I have. Even though there are hard, hard times sometimes in life, there are also so many moments to be grateful for. Oh, I can just feel myself become so grateful for this life I have right now. I am so grateful for the people that I have in my life. I am so grateful. I hope you are too. There are always a few people who have been so good to us without us even having to do something for it. That's beautiful. I am grateful to be alive and live. Let's live in that in that present moment. Let's live, not, not live in our minds, but live in the present moment and do something and go out there. And I am grateful for all I am. Ooh, the next one and this one are, can be difficult. I love me, I like me, or I like or love a part of me because we have a hard time loving ourselves sometimes, which is definitely a part of life. And if we just try to embrace even the smallest parts of ourselves, that can make the present moment so much easier because our mind will stop telling us that we are bad or not good, not good enough, 
it's it always comes back to not good enough. So I'm grateful for all I for all I am because it is it's so important. You are so important. You have something to bring in this world. So at the moment, I would say I love parts of me. That would be me, and I like me in general. I like me, and I love parts of me, and I'm starting to love more of myself. Ooh, yes. Like I said, you can write these down. And um, yeah, that were all the mindfulness exercises to get back into the present moment. You can work with me. That is possible. Yay. Um, So I'm going to do a a short story about my life. Again, I'll just um, recap what I said at the beginning. Um, For me, mindfulness changed my life um, to live in the present moment. As a student, I uh, got into touch with mindfulness and I noticed the stress levels in my life really like lowered so much. So that was so good. And I was like, everyone in the world needs to know about mindfulness. (laughs) Everyone in the world needs to know about living a conscious life because it makes life easier. Um, And just this little less stressed. So there we go. Mindfulness changed my life during my study and I decided to make my life's work out of mindfulness and meditation and um, uh, living a conscious life. So you can book personal sessions with me uh, via my website um, or you could email me. It's meganismindful at gmail.com. Oh, thank you for the hearts. So sweet. Um, You could even book a group session with me. I could do something like I did this evening or whatever. I can do group meditations. That's all good. Uh, Online, in life, uh, also uh, live. I live in the Netherlands. So if there's anyone in like the Netherlands or Belgium or Germany, um, all good. Oh, thank you for so much heart. So many hearts. That's so nice. Um, Next to that, I have a podcast called the Lovingly Conscious Podcast, which I launched in July. Um, I talk about all things about living a conscious life and I interview a lot of uh, people I know that live a conscious life. So if you are into that, definitely check it out. And you could also follow me on Instagram, Megan is mindful. Um, that's it for this evening. I'm curious if there are people who have questions, please let me know. I am happy to answer all of them. I can't, of course, uh, see the things. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Mary Grace, for being here. So nice that you were here. You're welcome, Cheryl. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful you were here and taking a moment for yourself. That's really, really awesome. Thank you. Um, Well, if there aren't any questions, I uh, will end this session. Thank you so much for being here this evening. And I hope you had a great time. Um, I want to make mindfulness fun too. So that's really important to me. And um, I hope you have a great day, evening, morning, whatever time it is for you, where you are. Bye. Have a lovely evening.